guys, welcome back to Bam That's God's Word podcast. Today we are talking about Priscilla as well as her husband, Aquila. Um, and so, yeah, let's just dive in. So if you guys have your Bibles, go ahead and grab them to follow along. We'll be jumping between some passages, so that'll be helpful. Yeah. So to dive right into this, like we always do, we're going to talk about Priscilla's name. So Priscilla is referred to as both Priscilla and Prisca. And so Priscilla means ancient and venerable. And if you're like us and we had to look up what venerable meant, um, that means respect because of character, wisdom, knowledge. And then Prisca means um, imbued with great esteem. So she was full of great esteem. She was known for her esteem. And we can definitely see this play out in her character yeah and just like writing right away like you can see her name has so much to it um just with like kind of words that stuck out to me was respect wisdom character Mm -hmm. just like those are very like knowledgeable or high words that have importance to them Mm -hmm. yeah so if you uh look up who priscilla is you'll commonly find that she was a church leader um and really major role worked with um Paul and some other people. Um, and Aquila, her husband, of course. <laughs> yes. And I think she, where we first see um, Priscilla is in Acts, Acts chapter 18. Um, and here she is really, her church leadership is kind of shown in her role of um, being a believer and a follower. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys want to turn to that, Acts eighteen twenty four it says, Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. He had been instructed in the way of the Lord. And being fervent in spirit, he spoke and taught accurately the things concerning Jesus, though he knew only the baptism of John. He began to speak boldly in the synagogue, but when Priscilla and Aquila heard him, they took him aside and explained to him the way of God more accurately. Mm -hmm. So here we can just see how Priscilla, you know, recognized him and was kind and gracious to him and still was able to help him out and show him the way yeah and wanted the best for him Mm -hmm. she wanted him to know the truth Mm -hmm. she wanted um him to know the truth about who christ was about who god is um and even before that in acts 18 chapter or verses um two through three we see how paul had left athens and was in corinth and he, that's where he first met um, Priscilla and Aquila, mm-hmm. um, and they brought him into their home, and he stayed with them, and then he taught them, and the reason they stayed with him was because he was a tent maker, and they were both tent makers. Yeah. Yeah. So they originally met um, Apostle Paul because of a result of um, persecution in Rome, um, so that made them move to Greece, and then in Greece, then they met Apostle Paul there. Um, so this kind of, like, stuck out to me because, like, uh, Priscilla and Aquila didn't let per- persecution stop them in their um, plans and what they were doing for th- hopefully pursuing ministry, um, and they didn't they didn't let it stop them, and then it let it, they kept their joy throughout it as well. Mm-hmm. They were very positive people and searched for ways that God was trying to use them. Yeah, in all situations, they, I mean, from what we can see, it seems like they were so ready um, wherever they were called, like. Um, they went on journeys with Paul. They went mm-hmm. on all different sorts of things wherever they felt called. And I think mm. that's really important. Um, I mean, and God made it available to them that they could do this. Like tent making, you know, that was a portable 
job. Like, they were yeah. able to take that around with them. And um, God, I think, prepared them and used them in that way, even if it's not what they were expecting and not um, what was necessarily, like, ideal back then. Mm-hmm. They still, God was able to use that and prepare them for his ministry. Yeah, yeah. not only did they work with Paul, but they also um, risked their lives for mm-hmm. Paul. In Romans sixteen four or sixteen three, he says, Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ, who risked their necks for my life. Mm-hmm. Um, that, just you can see their relationship, that they were willing to um, sacrifice for, not even like, sorry. They were willing to sacrifice, um, not even, not for, just for each other, but for their friends mm-hmm. too, that it went beyond. Mm-hmm. And uh, they cared so deeply about Paul and their relationship that they were willing to do that. Mm. Mm-hmm. They also mentioned in verse 5 there, it says, um, greet also the church in their house. So um, Priscilla and Aquila created a church, and that was, we don't know much about that, but um, the fact that they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this, and we're going to do it for the Lord, um, creating a place for people to gather and worship um, God just definitely shows their character and their efforts in ministry and just going out um, and using what God's given them and their skills. Yeah, and another example of them wanting to share that truth um, and for others to have that as well. Yeah. Um, back to Acts eighteen twenty four through 28, um, which kind of is just talking about, um, we meet this guy, his name is Apollos. Um, he is, basically, we can, we start hearing about him in verse 24, which says, Now a Jew named Apollos, a native of Alexandria, came to Ephesus. He was an eloquent man, competent in the scriptures. Yeah. So we can see Apollos has some knowledge here. Um, But, you know, just the leadership that Priscilla took to help him alongside that. You know, he's, you know, I'm sure it took courage to confront him and um, Mm -hmm. have wisdom in how to, you know, teach him in the right way. Especially with that knowledge of him Mm -hmm. knowing scripture. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, I feel like that'd be nerve-wracking to correct someone who's familiar with Scripture. Yeah, it's not like that he didn't know what he was trying to teach about. He knew most of it, and then he made an error, which is where Priscilla and Aquila noticed that, and they're like, ah, they're like, we need to correct this. And I think um, definitely gave them bravery for Mm -hmm. that, uh, to be able to step out. And it's definitely hard, like, challenging leaders. That's a whole other topic, but, like, sometimes it's needed to be done because what's wrong... Mm -hmm. um, is not good and we need to correct them according to the Bible and according to what is right and what God would desire and want. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think another aspect of application quick, um, is like, are you willing to accept the, um, accept advice and wisdom Mm -hmm. from a leader to recognize that you need, you need advice and you need greater wisdom. Mm -hmm. Um, Something that stuck out. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then as we can see in Paul's other letters in um, 1 Corinthians and in 2 Timothy, we can tell that Paul is still in contact with them throughout this time because he's sending greetings to them and um, he's saying that they're sending greetings to the other churches. Um, and I think that's pretty incredible too, just that, you know, they're they're praying for these other churches and they're supporting Paul and his ministry. Um where, of course, they don't necessarily know what's going on with their lives, and a lot has changed for them, but they're still able to support Paul and encourage him throughout all of this. And I think mm-hmm. that shows a lot of loyalty um, between their friendship. Yeah. A lot of loyalty think, and support. Yeah. Sorry. I think that it just, like, 
how they met and then like the chance of them continuing to work together and just like mm-hmm. how God definitely used all three of them. Cause it's not like they're mentioned a lot. It's not like you're going to go around and be like, Oh yeah, Priscilla and Aquila from the Bible. Like not many compared to Paul, at least like they're very, mm-hmm. they're not necessarily less important. They're just very mentioned more or less. Um, and so I think like hearing and like understanding Priscilla and Aquila's stories, like, yeah, they're important. Like, yes, they're just tent makers, but like, they're not just tent makers. Like they're these people that went through and helped, um, Paul with his mission work, he, they built a church, even though they're not necessarily recognized, that still doesn't disqualify what they did and the work they did and how they benefited the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and how uh, we can definitely apply that to our lives too. When we think like we're such a small part of something, well, we may be on the outside, but we don't know how God is using mm-hmm. that, um, on the inside for his glory, how, you know, one thing and like could completely change mm-hmm. How we live, how others live, the truth that others um, can obtain. And I think it's just important to live our whole lives yeah. reflecting that. Not seeking the approval of man, but of God. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter if people see what you're doing, but just that your mm-hmm. heart is right with God and you're seeking that. And like, He knows everything you do, so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what others see as long as you're pleasing the Lord. Mm hmm. Yeah, and along with what we mentioned about um, how Priscilla and Aquila were tent makers, um, even though that's just a job that's not really recognized, Jesus and Joseph were both carpenters, which is also a job just was like hard work, doing things, getting them done to give results. Um, but those people were used for a purpose and used for a job. Um, and it's not necessarily, we often see people that start churches being people that are like good public speakers. They have all these good attributes, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that because God is going to take the, he's not going to take the qualified and call them. He's going to take the called and qualified the called. Um, and so he's going to, even if you don't feel like you're going to be qualified for that position, he will qualify you because he's called you for a purpose. And I think that's in the same way that like Priscilla and Aquila, like were used, even though, um, they're not necessarily, that was not necessarily what they were known for. That was, or that was their skill, but they made a church instead and used that for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times in the New Testament, we see people mentioned individually, but Priscilla and Aquila are mentioned together. Mm -hmm. Um, I think about every time they're mentioned. Um, and it shows their teamwork that they have, that it shows, their loyalty and commitment to one another in their marriage. Mm. Um, and it shows, you know, how, you know, God does call some people to be married and how ministry can improve from that and mm-hmm. how um, he can use marriage in that way. Yeah, yeah, and just how that reflects Jesus in the church, like, even more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a good point. And just working together and, like, using that and using... They probably most likely... We don't know a ton about them, but they probably had different skills that they each used to help benefit their business and also benefit their church and benefit Mm -hmm. how they um, worked as missionaries towards others. Yeah. Yeah. I think one more point that I see in 1 Corinthians 16, verse 19, is that um, Paul says, The churches of Asia send you greetings, Aquila and Prisca, together with the church in their house, send you hearty, hearty greetings in the Lord. Just the last part that they deeply cared about um, the churches and they deeply cared about not just Paul, but all the believers, all the churches, all the people. Um, so, yeah, I think Prisca and or Priscilla and Aquila are just great examples of what it looks like to work hard and work for the Lord and 
um, live their lives as a team and working together and working well and doing what God has called them to do. Yeah, so now as we look at the identity of them, we can see um, Priscilla's identity in God. She had, I would say she had confidence and trust in him for sure, Mm -hmm. um, that she believed that he was going to use them um, and trusted him as they traveled with Paul and um, as they even accepted Paul into their home. Mm-hmm. Um, that and they trusted that God would provide for them. Yeah, yeah. Just some overall things we can dive into them more. But <clears throat> I noticed just some characteristics that she showed um, in her identity: just bravery, respect, wisdom, um, strength and skill, submission, consistency, as well as grace. Um, I think like kind of just starting off like the bravery aspect. They went through persecution. Persecution's mm-hmm. definitely not something that's easy, and it's definitely something that's mm-hmm. um, not always discussed um, because it's hard. Uh, yeah, they got kicked out of their home, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And the bravery just to, like, continue on and continue on with the mission. They didn't mm-hmm. stop. Like, they didn't stop what with what the Lord had planned for them. They kept going and kept pursuing that. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And their readiness is mm-hmm. also um, just amazing. How ready they were to serve God. How ready they were for his next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just, like, strength and skill. Like, we see them with what they were used for like as tent makers and just not only that but like as missionaries and just the way god designed their lives and their way that their relationship worked together just to glorify him and their leadership in the mm. church yeah. as well what that looked like and their friendships with paul and then their marriage between each other and how much loyalty and support they showed in both relationships mm. and like wisdom like her name like going back to what we first said like mm-hmm. it meant like um ancient and vulnerable, um, which is just like, sorry, a great deal of respect, especially because of age, wisdom, or character. And just like, even though we don't hear that necessarily written in the Bible, but like, that's what her name means. Like, she's wise and like, just like how she probably used that for her church and just missionary work is just kind of incredible to see and just um, in a way of response of how we should look at that and just like take that for like, application, um, and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we have a few application questions that we're going to get into now. So, one of them is, how can you be ready for God's call in your life? Mm. Um, how can I use skills God has given me to benefit the kingdom? Uh, how can you be a humble, gracious leader? Mm. How can I, um... What can I do to remain focused on God during trials? Yeah, so those are some great questions. Um, so we recommend that you take the time to, again, read over some of the passages about Priscilla mm-hmm. and Aquila and take the time to think about those questions. Yeah. Um, I think when I was just, like, preparing for this, I was like, oh, Priscilla. I was like, cool, another person. I just didn't really, like, know much about her. And, like, I think, like, even though she's not mentioned a lot, like, there's so much you can mm-hmm. infer and learn and, like, hear about her story. And just, like, even though it's not mentioned, like, there's still much that you can take away and, like, dive and study and, like, use resources. And I think, like, her story is something that should be, like, learned about more because it's mm-hmm. – she shows great qualities that I think are just good for your identity and good, like, ap- applicable points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, we looked at – what 10 verses out of like the whole bible and we got like so much from it Mm. so like there's so much to get from the bible and so much we can get Mm -hmm. that you know we don't even think about until we actually get into it so Mm. yeah yeah 
Yeah, so uh, just thank you for listening, and we hope that you guys enjoyed today. Uh, just definitely just take a look and hear about her story. Um, and yeah. Yeah, so thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, stay tuned for what's next. Yeah, you can check us out at BAM Podcast 08 on Instagram and Pinterest, and you can email us at bampodcast08 at gmail.com. Yeah, we love. For you guys to reach out to us, hear how you're doing, prayer requests, anything. Um, yeah, just suggestions, comments, what you want next season ideas to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. And that's it.